Today's podcast is brought to you by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to Nerd Wallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your own money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bill so I don't dread April every single year. Managing finances with a partner without causing a breakup. Putting away more money for retirement since I'm not going to do this podcast forever. Sorry, folks. And also boosting my credit score since good credit is like a real-life cheat code. Saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It loves a good plot twist. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines could have on your life. Weekly financial check-ins with smart money help you spend more time doing what matters and less time worrying about what doesn't. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Bulldog fans, rodeo season is here. I tried the Dixie National Rodeo. Get ready to roll, man. And uh, I remember being a kid, that was like the biggest highlight for us. My grandmother would get us tickets every year. And me and my brother would wear our cowboy outfits. We'd put our boots on, have our chaps, our vest. And we'd go up there. And just in case one of the cowboys got a little bit scared to get on a horse or a bull, we were willing to do it. Yeah, for sure. Guys, boots aren't just for going out to a country western bar and doing a little boot scooting. Maybe you got a little Texas two-step in your game. Tacovas can make you look better than ever. Absolutely. And here's the deal, too. That's the thing. The versatility of Tacovas is you can wear them somewhere nice or you can live life where you don't go gently. That's what Tacovas does for you. Yeah, it's a rugged, handsome boot. It's my favorite boot brand, and it should be yours, too. Be sure and check them out. Tacovas believes in Western for all people, and you can feel that when you go into their stores, when you walk in, you'll be greeted like family, offered a boot shine and a drink and maybe even an adult beverage if you prefer, and you can get custom-fitted for a new pair of Tecovis boots. You can get custom leather stamping or branding, whatever you need to make it feel somewhat individual. Look up your closest store at tecovis.com. But if you can't make it to a store, Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And you know what, partner? Point your toes west. Welcome to the Boneyard with Steve Robertson. As always, I am your good friend and host, Steve Robertson, here on the Hump Day edition of the Yard. Hope things are well with you wherever you are today. It is a game day here in Starkville. I know that sounds a little silly considering the rain that we've got around the state. However, as of now, there are three games that are scheduled to be played today involving Mississippi State's athletic teams. We'll get into that. We'll get into uh, a lot of things. We'll uh, we'll talk about the future of the show, uh, and there is a future for the show. So so hang hang loose, and uh, I don't want to get too carried away with that just yet. But um, so the app for the most part is dead. Okay, I, I don't expect it to be resurrected. And so what I have done is I have made some contingency plans to move move forward uh, as Vsporto kind of figures some things out and what kind of happens. Uh, with that organization but I, I have an obligation to you an obligation to myself I enjoy doing the show it is a big part of what I do now these days and so the barnyard will continue 
could, no, no matter what happens with Vizporto or anybody else out there, there are several platforms available to uh, to host a show. And so the Boneyard endures. And so I'll I'll be back with you a little bit later in the show to kind of talk about uh, all of that. I'm not one that believes in airing the dirty laundry, but I just want you guys to understand kind of what's uh, what's kind of go, going on and, and what we'll do moving forward. I want to thank our fine sponsors as always. Uh, Campus Bookmart, a Starkvillian institution. Stand to man, Miss Kathy, the whole crew there will treat you like family because you are family. Many of you bought textbooks when you were students here at Mississippi State at Campus Bookmart. Now it's time to outfit your home and uh, yourself, your wardrobe, with the latest in maroon and white fashions and latest in maroon and white novelty and memorabilia items. You can find all that at Campus Bookmart. I love going in there. It's such a good atmosphere. You know, when you walk into place, it's kind of like going to Cheers. You know what I'm saying? It's like you walk in, it's like it's where everybody knows your name. You, you know the surroundings. You know the people. They're happy you're there. Again, that's Campus Bookmart. And if you can't make it to town to shop in person, we encourage you to visit campusbookmart.net and use promo code, promo code BSR, which stands for Beautiful Steve Robertson. And you can save shipping on all orders over $50. Again, that's BSR, Beautiful Steve Robertson. Free shipping on all orders over $50 at campusbookmart.net. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi, they're doing what they can to educate Mississippians in the world about the dangers of the opioid crisis. It is no longer everybody else's problem. There's a great chance you or somebody you know will be negatively impacted by the opioid crisis. We encourage you to arm yourself with knowledge by going to BCBSMS. It's Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Again, bcbsms.com forward slash opioids, O-P-I-O-I-D-S. Educate yourself. The life you save may be your own. So first and foremost, let's get into uh, to some college baseball. Always happy to talk college baseball. It's a passion of ours. We're a baseball school. You know, we, we love football, but we're a baseball school. And, and uh, the fact that we've got uh, you're kind of the crown jewel of college baseball stadiums now, we can kind of poke our chest out a little bit more. And I have really enjoyed seeing the reaction of people around the conference and around the country, uh, especially in the college baseball national media, kind of you said, I mean, they can't wait to get here to have an opportunity to see our stadium. And, and uh, no better way to break in the stadium than to host a regional. And uh, I fully expect Mississippi State to do that. Uh, a lot of baseball left to be played between now and then, including today. So as, as it stands right now, the plan is to play the game today. I know many people are thinking, man, how is that possible? Well, the Rangers are supposed to stop here around 2 o'clock. And Mississippi State has a state-of-the-art drainage system to pull that moisture off the field and then safely away away from the playing surface. Now, playing conditions aren't going to be ideal. And, of course, things could change. You know, But the forecast actually looks a little bit better as the day has gone on. There was discussions that the rains would stop around 3. Now it's about a 40% chance of showers around 2 o'clock. And so Mississippi State, I know, will we'll make every effort to get this game in today. I don't know if that means moving the start time back a little bit, but uh, we, exp- you know, it's kind of a fluid situation. We are planning on getting down to the baseball park around 2:30 or so, and uh, we'll kind of keep you updated from there, uh, from based on what we've heard. Uh, but as of now, you know, the, the the social media postings and everything that we're hearing is that the the intention is to play the game today. Now, again, you can kind of keep up with that on social media because. I'm not going to re-record the show by any stretch of the imagination. And so, uh, as of this morning, as recording a show, we are scheduled to play baseball. Now, what that means for Mississippi State, as you guys maybe heard yesterday, uh, Peyton Plumley scheduled to pitch for Mississippi State today. Uh, Peyton's a guy that, as you, get, you know, sat out last year 
has really come on, had a great uh, cape season, looked really good out there, had a really good fall. There was talk about him possibly uh, being a potential weekend starter, and I think with JT Ginn coming in, that probably changes some things. But Peyton gives you some options. He's a guy that can help you in long relief. He can be a midweek guy. And, and you guys are aware of this. You know, sometimes we, we kind of do a Johnny Holstaff thing. You know, Peyton could probably go three or four innings tonight and then still be available for an inning or two this weekend. V- very, very talented player. And uh, you guys remember he was a, he was a weekend starter for us uh, during the Canizaro year. And so it wasn't one of those deals where this is, this is a guy that uh, has come out of left field. This is a guy that you know, we had on a solid trajectory that got derailed. Uh, and him, him missing a year, but now he's back. And so now that, that gives you some options. And so I think this is a good role for him. Uh, and, and I always think, kind of think ahead, too, about that Mayor's Trophy game, you know, uh, or the Governor's game, whatever we're calling it nowadays. But uh, my point being is that, you know, these midweek games are important. You know, we don't need to drop midweek games. And I think Peyton Plumley gives you some opportunities to win those games and then still have an opportunity to experiment a little bit uh, you know, with the pitching staff there and get some work for some other guys. So he will start opposite former Mississippi State pitcher Graham Ashcraft. Uh, Graham transferred to UAB, and uh, he is expected to, uh, to tow the rubber tonight. And so, you know, so initially people think, oh, well, you know, he, he's going to know us. And listen, here's the deal. I uh, think a lot of Graham, uh, unfortunate things did not work out here. Happy that he has found a Division One opportunity somewhere. Wish him the absolute best other than tonight. You know, and uh, Graham, I hope you go on and become an All-American, but I hope that uh, I hope it's a 10-run rule type situation for you this evening. Nothing personal, but uh, you know, we want you to do well, but not at the expense of the Diamond Dogs. UAB enters the ball game three and zero. They uh, played, I guess it's uh, Southeast Illinois University at Edwardsville. You talk about a directional school. There you go. Uh, win three, win three games over the weekend, 8-3-5, 3-13-5. Be a real test for them tonight. But uh, 3-0 entering the, entering the season, entering the, this, tonight's ball game. Uh, UAB hitting a cool, crisp 267. 267 out of three games, 24 hits, eight doubles, no triples, one home run, 23 runs batted in. Uh, they did give it did get did get walked a lot last weekend too. Also struck out 14 times, 15 of 16 in stolen base attempts, and that's something that kind of jumps off the page when you look at UAB. State three or four over the weekend. Uh, maybe it's something that Coach Brian Shoup saw in his Edwardsville scouting or whatever, or they just wanted to simply go do it. And maybe it's who they are. But uh, 15 of 16 stolen base attempts through three three games. That that really really jumps out. It's a team that's going to be very aggressive on the base pass. I think that really. When you begin to look at Hayden Jones and, and Dustin Skelton, those guys are going to have an opportunity to make some plays. I don't know if you guys had an opportunity to see Hayden Jones over the weekend, but the runner that he threw out at second base was out by about 15 minutes. It was unbelievable how, how quick his pop time was. Uh, I've heard so many great things about him and Hancock both. Hey, these guys are going to, both of them are going to be studs at Mississippi State. A lot of talk in the fall about Hayden Jones really kind of competing for that starting position. Skelton held him off, but uh, Hayden's going to play some. You're going to play, you know, four, four to five ball games a week, and so he's going to have an opportunity to get in there and get some experience. But to watch a, you know, a guy basically one semester removed from high school throw a Division One runner out, but as far as he did, it's uh, it's very impressive. And I don't even really care about the guy getting down the line. It's the fact that he got rid of the ball so quickly and threw it on target where there really wasn't a play to be made. 
it, I mean, it, it was the throw was so far ahead, the guy could have reverse field and gotten to a rundown. I mean, he was out so bad. It'll be a little different playing SEC players, but it's one of those things you kind of look at this and you begin to think about these young players and look at the way Mississippi State's recruited the last couple of years and get you excited. You're excited about what you got, but you're excited about what you've added. And uh, I think Hayden Jones is going to be an absolute star for Mississippi State. I don't think there's any question. But when you see a team that's got 15 or 16 stolen base attempts, you begin to say, you know what, these guys want to run the bases. And that might be a little different deal considering how wet things will be tonight. But you kind of are who you are. You know, that's their philosophy. They're, they'll probably give it an opportunity. Because, listen, uh, Bart Prather, that whole crew that, that handles the groundskeeping at Dirty Noble Field, they will do their best to have that field in as good a condition as possible can be. So that's something that kind of jumps out. The pitching-wise, a little different deal. You know, State's ERA through three games, 1.67. Uh, that'll win. That'll win a lot of ball games for you. Now, we expect that to come up, obviously. But uh, – that, that'll win a lot of games. On the other side of the ledger, UAB 2.67, uh, allowing pretty much a hit an inning, 23 hits and 27 innings pitched, 11 runs, eight of those earned, uh, 10 walks, 32 strikeouts. You get your 3-to-1 ratio there. Mississippi State's got a 5-to-1 ratio with 43 Ks and eight walks. We expect that to come down, okay? Opponent's batting average against UAB is 225 and against Mississippi State, 158. So UAB, decent hitting, decent pitching, very aggressive on the base pass. Uh, that's something we'll, we'll kind of watch uh, as, as the game moves forward. And, you know, I'm looking out the window today and, and, and looking at this uh, kind of a continuous rain, and, and you begin to think, okay, man, there's no way we play today. Uh, but when you think about the efforts that have been made to ensure that these ball games get in, because, you know, 10 years ago, if we'd had rain on game day, that, that that's it. You know, we're done. But the way that the, uh, the university has committed that drainage system, which is state-of-the-art, you're going to be able to play a lot more ball games because of this and so this is why you take those steps so you can get these games in I think this is important one but I think you know UAB is a team under Brian Shoup you know they're going to have an opportunity to win a lot of ball games Shoup's been there forever and a day man it's, I mean there were times he's every time Mississippi State talked about making a coaching change Shoup's name always came up Shoup's been at UAB this is his 13th season think about that 13 seasons it's incredible Excited to have him back. It's always one of those things about these uh, these former Diamond Dog players. Like when we have the uh, the videos, they had Shoop in the video, and, and I think that's great. And uh, they had Butch Thompson there in an Auburn video, uh, Auburn uniform, talking about Mississippi State and about Duty Noble and the, the the best fans in college baseball. I'm not sure how that goes over with the folks at Auburn, but it just goes to show you the reverence these people have for the time they spend at Mississippi State. So hopefully we'll be able to spend some time together. I don't expect a huge crowd, but if you're one of the students, and, and I, again, I tip the cap. I love you guys. I, I do. I absolutely love the students that come out and support our student-athletes, uh, come out and make it a great game day atmosphere. Uh, they were a big part of this thing over the weekend, and so hopefully you guys will be back out. I know that it's 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 a school night. That's a school afternoon. But uh, you guys can come to the ballpark and then have an opportunity to get back and go to study hall. Four o'clock, first pitch as it stands right now. I want to remind you guys, too, when you're in town, Bulldog Burger Company, absolutely the place to go to break bread in this city. I was there earlier this week. I guess it was over the weekend on uh, on Saturday night after the doubleheader and uh, went and enjoyed the chicken wings. And uh, you can do that. There's so many great menu options there. They have specials. you know. So it's like if you are a Bulldog Burger Company veteran, you can still be surprised with something fresh and new, something a little bit different. You can have your regular favorites, 
but you can get something a little bit different. Now, I'll tell you, my oldest son, Ani, he goes with the uh, the Bulldog Burger Boneyard favorite. That's the Pimentology at Bacon. You, you, you can't beat it. You absolutely can't beat it. My daughter-in-law, she, every time she comes, it's the mission. Every time they get ready to come to visit us in Starkville, they always say, hey, hey, Dad, can we go to Bulldog Burger Company? Betsy wants to get the mission. And that's what we do, and she gets it every single time. It, one of the highlights of the trip, and I'm sure that's the case for you guys too. So Bulldog Burger Company, make it a regular stop for you uh, when you make your visits to Starkville. It is the place in Starkville where people go to meet, M-E-A-T. So um, Mississippi State softball in action tonight. Uh, not going to break that one down. That's the first midweek game. There'll be Alabama A&M, I believe, who's coming in. Uh, that's a 5:30 deal. And again, the latest is that that game is going to be played as well. And so, if you were making plans to come, and I know a lot of people around here that I've got a lot of friends that uh, they went to a softball game, like with their daughters who play high school softball or something. They they went to a game like just to go to a game, and have gotten addicted to it they absolutely love going love the fast-paced uh, action there love how the crowds kind of hang on every pitch and so if you're planning to come to Starville today for that that game is still scheduled to be played uh, I think that's an important part of things too to understand there are a lot of people out there that you know what so you know what midweek I'm going to go watch softball with my with my with my girls I think it's a good deal and there's a it's a very family friendly deal the player is very very involved with the crowd throughout the ball game but for those of you that uh, are going to make it out to Duty Noble and then have an opportunity to get home, you will have an opportunity, I believe, to see uh, the Mississippi State men's basketball team in action as well. You know, we will have, uh, you know, the 4 p.m. first pitch there against UAB, and then uh, we will hustle to get back to look forward to watching uh, the men play uh, tonight at uh, Stegman Coliseum. That's that's a 5:30 Central tip. You know, so we'll probably be watching some of that in the uh, in the in the press box or baseball. But I know, I know many of you, you, you've got some things you've got to consider. But uh, but all that being said, there's a lot going on involving your team. Let's get into this men's basketball thing. This is a, uh, a must-win game, obviously, uh, for Mississippi State. Uh, obviously a winnable opponent as well. When you look at the, uh, the standings, this is an opportunity for State to take a step forward. State currently tied for sixth in the league. Uh, a little bit behind what we expected to be, but tied with a six-and-six six mark in the league with Florida and Auburn. Uh, just trailing Ole Miss a little bit in South Carolina is 9-4. South Carolina with a, a big win over Ole Miss last night. That was that was a very good ball game up until the final couple of minutes, and South Carolina pulled away late. Um, South Carolina, one of those teams, kind of intriguing. 9-4 in the league, 14-12 overall. They dropped some games earlier in the year when they had some injuries. Uh, they've gotten better over the year, but one of the things that we're continuing to hear by people that are somewhat of these uh, NCAA tournament bracket experts is that the selection committee is not really going to place a lot of emphasis on your conference record. They're going to look at the total resume. They're going to look at your game-by-game performance. And that's where a team like South Carolina, people say, well, man, how can they be, you know, 9-4 and four in the league and not be projected as a tournament team? It's because they're 14-12 and 12 overall. And so there are a lot of leagues out there that aren't as competitive as the Southeastern Conference. So they would be artificially, uh, you know, kind of ranked – based on uh, playing in a substandard league. But Mississippi State, obviously a good record overall at 18-7, and 6-6 six and six within the league. This is one you got to have. Georgia has really struggled this year, and Tom Crane is, a, is an excellent basketball coach. They'll, they'll get that thing turned around down there, but they're 1-11 in the league and 10-15 and overall. Chances of them doing much of anything, not very good. They are 8-6 and six at home. They have lost six games in a row. 
And that's what SEC play will do for you. This is a game State's got to win. This is a game you look at and say, okay, Mississippi State should be the better team. Mississippi State's got a lot more to play for. Georgia's playing for pride, playing for the future. Mississippi State, however, playing for an NCAA tournament berth. And uh, again, State's still projected to be in the field. So when you look at the schedule and you look at what's ahead of you, you've got a really good opportunity to make some hay this week. You win this ball game at Georgia, you protect your home court this weekend, all of a sudden you're 8-6 and six in the league. You already got 20 wins. And, uh, you know, you're assured at that point uh, of, of having a really good opportunity to finish at 500 or better within the Southeastern Conference. That's a, that's a step in the right direction for Mississippi State. And you win these next two, and all of a sudden you begin to move up into the top half of this league and have a real chance to, to stay there. State's got to get fat here against the back half of the schedule. It's that simple. We've got to pad the resume. And so the update on Nick Witherspoon, and everybody's waiting for that. The, the update on Nick Witherspoon is there is no update. Uh, that's the reality of things. A lot of talk out there, a lot of talk on message boards and social media. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, a lot of the things that we've read did not match what I'm hearing. But we're not going to speculate about any of that stuff. What I will tell you is that he is not available for game participation. Uh do not, do not expect him to be on the floor uh, tonight. They left for Georgia yesterday. Uh, do not expect Nick's suspension to be lifted in time for tonight. And so it's going to kind of be a game-to-game type situation. What I would kind of caution you to do is kind of expect him not to be there for the foreseeable future. And then in the event that things are worked out, then you're surprised. But I think right now, instead of thinking, okay, man, if we can just get Nick back in this ballgame, I think you, I don't think that's the way to think. I think the way you have to look at this now is we have to assume he's not available going forward and kind of plan on game plan on how we handle things with the available players on the roster. Tyson Carter has set, set up and done a great job. Quite frankly, I don't know that you beat Arkansas without Tyson Carter's contributions. Uh I think he's been outstanding off the bench, but now he's got to get out there and play a little more. And uh, quite frankly, I'm okay with that. You know, Tyson, more of an offensive player, I guess, than Nick. You know, Nick, our best on-the-ball defender. That, that That's kind of a the trade-off there. Is you probably get a little more offensive production from Tyson. You don't get that defensive stopper that you have in Nick. Uh, so we'll kind of move forward. And, again, the update, and Ben Howen provided it yesterday, is that he has nothing further to say other than the statement that was issued uh, on Saturday. And so there's not a lot of talk officially. And, and I don't expect the Mississippi State has, has said that they will not have further comment until there is resolution of the matter. And so a lot of people have opinions on what they think that may or may not be. And, again, we're not going to speculate. But he will not be available for tonight's game against Georgia. Uh, And I think at this point, the best thing for Mississippi State fans to do is just go ahead and and assume that he will not be available moving forward. And then in the event that things are resolved, then you get him back and you're you're surprised. It provides a boost late in the season. Uh, But as of now, that's where things stand. It's, uh, It's one of those situations, too, where, you know, things pop up and and things happen. And then you're in a situation where you have to deal with that. And so there are a lot of people that say, well, you know, we just need to move forward and focus on the positives in our program. And I really think at this point, as much curiosity as there is about the situation, nobody is going to talk about it officially at this point. And so all that anybody can offer is rumors and speculation. And so I, I think that is the, the, the mode to, to, to operate in is, that, you know what, let's just kind of move forward and focus on who is available and what we have in front of us. Because sitting here lamenting over the situation that's um, – 
that's unresolved is not going to change what happens tonight at Georgia. Uh, so State's got to find a way to go win that ball game uh, tonight against the University of Georgia and then come home and protect the home turf, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited about the ball game tonight. I'm excited about the future. I, based on what I saw against uh, Arkansas this weekend on Saturday, uh, it makes me think that this team is beginning to find some things. We saw what happened against Alabama, and I really believe Mississippi State last week probably played their best basketball of the year. And, uh, again, Saturday did it without Nick Weatherspoon. And that's not a slight to Nick Weatherspoon. It's really more of a tribute to guys like Tyson Carter stepping up, doing a good job. Uh, ben Howland did say yesterday that Keyshawn Vazell would be now the eighth man in the rotation. Uh, Keyshawn's a guy, too, that has given us some good minutes at time. Different player, obviously, but uh, but he's a guy that will have to get out there and step up, and, and that's what's going to have to happen. Somebody's got to step up and make plays. I want to remind you guys, too, if you're looking for tickets to uh, sporting events, concerts, any major event that requires ticketing, you can find those at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app today. It is a free download in the App Store. It gives you an opportunity uh, to peruse these events and locations from around the country and pick your price point, your section, have tickets sent directly to your email. You can print them from home, do whatever you'd like to do with them. Have that as a keepsake. Uh, but if you're looking for tickets, that there's absolutely no better way to go than with the SeatGeek app. It is so easy to use, and I, I'm a big guy. I value my time. I, I'm, I'm, there's so many inconveniences in the world. I don't want to waste any time on game day having to wait around for somebody that I don't know or somebody that's running late or somebody who got a late start or somebody who stopped to eat at Wendy's or whatever. Uh, I'm ready to get my tickets and get in, get into the venue, find the seats, get everybody settled and kind of get into game mode. And, and so SeatGeek makes that easier for you to do. So, again, download the SeatGeek app. And we'll give you a promo code to save you some money. The very first purchase with SeatGeek, if you use promo code BULLDOG, B-U-L-L-D-O-G, guess what? You'll save 20 bucks. 20 bucks. It's almost like me handing you an Andrew Jackson right now. Save $20 on your very first purchase on the SeatGeek app by using promo code BULLDOG, B-U-L-L-D-O-G. So looking ahead to tomorrow night, uh, the ladies, and, and interestingly enough, the ladies only drop one spot in the poll. State splits one and one last week and then uh, you know gets beat at home by Missouri and then you know absolutely filleted Texas A&M on the road at College Station. Drop only to number six. And now there's a lot of discussion, too, about Mississippi State headed to Greensboro rather than, than to uh, Albany, New York, which means the latest projections have UConn and Notre Dame is the one-two in that Albany regional and then have Baylor and Mississippi State one-two in the Greensboro regional. I'll take it right now, and it's, it's one of the an astute social media follower pointed out, you got Miami as a three. I don't really like that. You know, I'll tell you this. I agree. Miami is probably uh, a bracket buster out there. They have beaten Louisville on the road and beaten Notre Dame at home. This is a team that uh, is capable of playing with anybody in the country. A little inconsistent at times, so they get up to play the big games. Uh, that's not a, that's that's kind of a snake in the reeds there, but, uh, but all that being said, I really don't want to have to play UConn until we get to the Final Four. And, and not, not that I think Mississippi State will be scared of UConn, but, you know, I just think it will be a better situation if we play them somewhere. If you, if you play them in Tampa, uh, I think it's a much better deal than playing them in Albany, New York, because the UConn nation will travel, especially uh, to a place like Albany, New York. That's not a far trip for them at all. It would be a very difficult trip for many of us. But uh, I think State hosting the first two rounds in Starkville and then making the, 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 uh, the jog over to Greensboro, North Carolina, for the Elite Eight, the, pardon me, the Sweet 16 Elite Eight games, I, that is that that's a great trip for all of us. I've been to Greensboro. Uh, I-75 is one of America's great interstates. It, it uh, 
head into Greensboro, it's, th it's three lanes wide, baby. I mean, it's traffic is great. But uh, that's an easier trip for all of us. And uh, probably a much uh, warmer trip than uh, we'd have going to Albany. But uh, be that as it may, the ladies have an opportunity to, uh, to continue to kind of pad the resume a little bit this week. This is a week where Mississippi State needs to just kind of hold serve, work on the rotation, play a lot of people, and uh, you know, kind of get people ready to go. Because we're, we're near the end of the season. That's one of those things. It's, it's amazing how this happens with, with women's basketball. It's, I guess when, when you're used to winning, it goes by very, very quickly. You don't agonize over every game because, you know, it, it's, it's an expectation that you win every game. State now 23-2 and two overall. Guys, four regular season games left. And when you look at what's left on the schedule, there's really not a lot between now and, and South Carolina. State will be on the road at Ole Miss this Thursday. Uh, Ole Miss, you know, listen, listen, they're, they're playing hard up there at Oxford. I mean, and, and that's to be fair to them. They they are playing hard. It is a different deal. It's a different culture up there. And uh, it's going to take a little while, you know, for them to get some players in. But uh, it's, it's one of those things that I've mentioned before with State's recruiting footprint being so much bigger. Ole Miss is going to sign some players, you know, in the state of Mississippi that perhaps Mississippi State would have signed five years ago, and they're going to be quality players. You know, State's recruiting really more of on, on a national level, but there will be some players that will, you know, sign on with Ole Miss. Ole Miss has won three games in the conference this year, three and nine, nine and 17 overall. Uh, they are 500 at home. So, you know, They'll listen. They're not going to go lay down for state. Now I, I don't know. It's one of those things too. You can you can say what you want. And you can get mentally prepared. And you can give all the pregame speeches. But uh, if you don't have an answer, you know, if, if you if you can't score against Mississippi State, you're going to really struggle. And uh, there are a lot of times that I think, and and it seems so weird. I guess it's one of those things because maybe Mississippi State women's basketball has just graduated beyond the rivalry in so many respects. Uh, State hadn't lost a game in this thing in like five years. Last the last time we did was at Oxford, and it was the uh, the year before Victoria Vivians and Morgan William and Blair Schaefer showed up. Uh, that crew undefeated in their careers against Ole Miss. But it's been a while since we've lost that. But it seems like sometimes we kind of get a lead and coast. You know, there's not like the the viciousness that we saw in that fourth quarter against A&M, I don't know that we've had that against Ole Miss. It's almost like we just kind of get ahead and just kind of coast. I don't, I don't know if a situation where Vic just didn't want to inflame the situation, and I think maybe we wanted to make a statement on Sunday by destroying A&M, and we did. But uh, sometimes it seems like State jumps out early on Ole Miss and just kind of coasts to a uh, an easy win. I don't think that's the. Uh, I don't think that's what we're going to get from Ole Miss in the foreseeable future. I think they're going to come out and play hard. And I thought they played hard against State last year. Just didn't have the horses. That'll be a big ball game. I know many of you are making the trip to Oxford. I've had some people tell me that they they, they don't go to Oxford for anything, but they're going to go for this uh, because they don't think there's going to be a lot of Ole Miss people there, and it's going to be a chance for them to watch uh, you know, the ladies play and go support the team. Uh, but then outside of that, once you get done with that. You get Vanderbilt at home. Vanderbilt, guys, Vanderbilt's 1-11 in the conference and 6-19 and overall. And so when you look at what State has on the schedule, this week you've got the number 12 team in the conference and the number 14 team in the conference. Now, I'm not saying you can show up and just go through the motions, but State ought to be able to win those games handily. And then next Thursday you've got LSU coming in. LSU's still kind of on the bubble there. LSU battling to get in the tournament. Going to be difficult. Six and six in the conference, fifteen and nine overall. 
uh, five and four on the road. They'll be here. You know, and State really got after them down in Baton Rouge. Uh, with that being senior night for Tierra McCowan and Andrea Howard and a very talented group of young ladies, there will be a lot of excitement in the in the arena. That should be a ball game, and State should win. And that sets up uh, the game against South Carolina. I mean, it's it's we we knew. When the schedule came out and they had State playing South Carolina twice, we knew we had a home-and-home home with them that that last ball game would likely be the SEC regular season championship game. We knew that. And that's how it, things are shaping up to be right now. And uh, I don't know that we want it any other way, to be quite honest with you. I, I, I just don't think that that's how I, – I think we I think we enjoy the rivalry. I mean, listen, we enjoy winning. Don't get me wrong. Uh, we want to beat South Carolina. But – I don't really think we want South Carolina to be down. I think those. I think it's important, not just for the program, but for the game in the Southeastern Conference. I think it's important for us to have a familiar foil. You know that there is a, a rivalry. I think it is good for the league, and I know it's good for Mississippi State. And I think that we're going to get up and play well in that ball game. Uh, but we got three to, to win before we get there. South Carolina has a little a little bit in front of them. N- nothing that I would look at and say, you know what. Uh, that's going to be a tough ball game because I believe that State and South Carolina are, are easily the top two teams in this conference. And I think State struggled against Missouri. Uh, and that was just one of those things where it just seemed like things didn't go right. And, and that's going to happen at some point, too, and you're going to have to find a way to win. But uh, when you look at what's left for South Carolina, they host Kentucky, and then they have to go to Knoxville. And Tennessee's played a little bit better as of late. Tennessee beat Missouri over the weekend. That's going to be the big ball game, and then they have, then they host Auburn. Then they play at Auburn. Pardon me. So they got you know two of three on the road, and if you look at those three, you know the only one that really stands out to me, even though Kentucky played them with I think within four points earlier this year when when uh, Macy Morris had the big game against them. Yeah, seventy four to seventy, seventy four to seventy game back in January that uh, South Carolina won. That was in Lexington. So you know K- Kentucky, Tennessee, Auburn, all these teams I think have an opportunity. Uh, to to play into the tournament, I think uh, you know Tennessee fighting for their tournament lives. This is probably a must-win game for them, and uh, might be for Coach Warlick too. And so you know they're going to give everything they have. And so if if you're looking for South Carolina to drop a game between now and the time they play Mississippi State, that's probably the best option. Kentucky can play, Tennessee can play, Auburn can play, and two of those things are on the road. And so when you look at what's remaining, State. State really has the easier schedule between now and that final game of the regular season. And so uh, other news, too, women's basketball uh, related. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Tierra McCowan named a semifinalist for the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year Award. She won that award last year, uh, now one of ten finalists or semifinalists for the award now. So uh, still expect her to, to be a finalist for that. And uh, probably probably needs to close out pretty strong, but uh, reputation-wise, you know, she might she might get the award because of that, because she is such an imposing figure. But uh, but all that said, a lot to look forward to. Uh, I know anytime that we have an opportunity to beat Ole Miss in anything, it's a big deal. You could sell tickets to watching a couple of kids play Chinese checkers in a maroon and white and red and blue shirt. I understand. Uh, so hopefully, those of you that are making a trip to Oxford, you will enjoy that event and then be ready to come back here uh, this weekend. We've got baseball. It's a very, very busy week on the Mississippi State campus, as we mentioned. You know, softball's in town. You got tonight, you got baseball, softball in Starkville. The men play on the road tomorrow night 
The women play on the road in Oxford. Then we've got Southern Miss coming to town Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then we have men's and women's basketball this weekend, too. So this is a great opportunity for you guys to just make the trip. Come spend the weekend with us, and uh, we'll have plenty to do to keep you busy. Plenty, plenty for you to take part in. Uh, excited about things, to say the least. I know many of you guys uh, enjoy watching athletics, and you like to have a little, little bit of investment. It's not enough just to watch the games. Maybe it's uh, maybe one of those kind of people who likes to have a little skin in the game. And so if that's who you are, our friends at MyBookie, they're willing to help you. They are an industry-leading website that will hook you up for all your betting needs. With great odds, fast payouts, and decades of expertise, you can bet with confidence. Your team doesn't even have to win. They just have to cover the spread. So what are you waiting for? Lay down some cash, win big today. And if your team is terrible, you know what? You can bet against them, and that way you're happy with the outcome. Either you win the ball game or you win the bet. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I encourage you to make your way to my bookie. You don't have to take my word for it. Go check it out yourself. They have in-game live betting and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go easier than ever before. You can also check out their online casino if you'd rather just play a few hands of blackjack or roll the dice and craps. Join now. My bookie will match your deposit up to 100% bonus. Visit mybookie.ag and use promo code BONEYARD to activate that offer. That's mybookie.ag, promo code BONEYARD. Mybookie, you play, you win, you get paid. So to kind of give you guys uh, you know, an idea of what's going to happen moving forward. So the first thing, as I told you at the start of the show, uh, the Boneyard show will continue. And uh, so what I'm... I'm not a guy that believes in airing the dirty laundry. That's just not who I am. And so I'm very, very grateful to be Sporto for giving me the opportunity to get this thing started so many years ago. Uh, they've been good to, to me, provided me a great platform. And uh, so I don't know what the future of v Sporto is. And so I know many of you have you – know, I've had several messages. I'm the one that's had to deal with all that. You know, when, when things have gone negatively – uh, whether the app is down or the site is down, people contact me. And I'm perfectly okay with people doing that, even though I, I've probably had to share the link a hundred times. Uh, that just shows me the interest that people have in this show. And uh, I'm very grateful to you all for that. And so the Boneyard is going to continue. Now it is on SoundCloud, but uh, we, will, uh, we will spread the show on every possible format possible. We'll have it out there for to make it as easy to find as possible. The Your best option is always going to be go to jeanspage.com because I'm going to have an article every single time that's going to have a link to find the show. I'm going to tweet that link out. I'm going to post it on Facebook. I'm going to post it in several of the Mississippi State Facebook groups. I'm going to make it as easy to find as possible. One of the things that I'll share with you is that um, in the event that, that I end up going independent, which uh, at this point, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards doing, unless something changes here in the next you know, several days. Uh, there'll be less ads, and uh, I'm going to have a lot more freedom, which means that you know we can run the show whenever we want to run the show. So like if there is an as-needed deal, you know, I don't have to get in contact with somebody else and say, hey, I'm going to schedule this. We can just go run the show. Like if something happens, you know, if, like if there's an injury or a major development, we're going to be able to do an as-needed show immediately. And so I kind of like having a little more control, and I like being self-reliant. That's one of the things I've always prided myself, you know, professionally, especially when it's come to uh, you know, when I got into into the recruiting coverage. You know, in the beginning, I had to kind of wait for somebody to, to post an article for me. I couldn't even post my own articles. I had to email an article in, have it edited, have a profile updated, and uh, then over the years, I became more self-reliant as people began to trust me. You know, the found that I could write, actually write. And so then I learned, you know, I went out and bought a, uh, you know, a professional grade Canon camera. 
and I began taking my own pictures because I wanted to have good quality art because I would go to these ball games or go to camps and I wanted to have my own stuff. I didn't want to have to email somebody else and say, hey, do you have a picture of this kid? And then we had other people doing highlight video. We'd have people that would send us video. Then I wanted to learn to edit video, and I became reliant on that. Then I went out and started, we started a video service. We went out, Gene Swindoll and I went out and hired people, and we went out and all over the state of Mississippi, and we videoed games, and we had our own highlight video exclusive to people at Gene's page. But we became self-reliant, and that's kind of how it's been with this. You know, in the beginning, I had, I had somebody else would Skype me, and then they would record the show, and they would edit it, and they would post it. Well, now, now I'm, I've got that autonomy to do that myself and so that's what I'm kind of excited about we have more control over the show uh, I, I don't expect to have the same number of ads uh, my, my, my goal at this point is uh, if we go independent I'm going to stick with our local advertisers and uh, and not have this, the corporate stuff you know because uh, that's one of the things one of the criticisms that I have heard of the show of, of people that said but you know Steve we, we love the show but there's a lot of ads it's one of the reasons that I made it a longer show when I started producing the show myself uh, we, if you guys recall, we used to be about a 25-minute show. And then as the show became more popular, we had more and more ads. And then it became a 30-minute show. And so I elected to make it a 40-minute show so we didn't have, you know, five minutes of ads and 20 minutes of content. And so uh, I enjoy having more autonomy and more control over the show. And so that's what we'll look at going forward. Now, I might get a phone call between now and Friday. It says, hey, listen. We're, here's what we're going to do, and then your Bulldog Sports Radio app will be good. I know there are some opportunities for them. Uh, I don't know what that means for me. I, I don't know if I'm interested in continuing that or not. I, I, I just simply don't know. But I do know this, that I have an obligation to all of you that have become loyal Barnyard listeners. And, and listen, our listenership on the Wednesday show, on Monday show was, was down because people just simply couldn't find it. I still have people messaging me on social media platforms today saying, hey, Steve, what's going on with the Bulldog Sports Radio app? Because they haven't had access to the show to have this. So if you have friends, if you're a friend of the show, and if you have friends that enjoy the show, please pass this message on to them and make sure that they are able to find that link. And, and so we're in transition now, but the Boneyard is not going away. Uh, if anything, it's going to get better. And so we're just going to make it easier for you to find uh, as much as we can. I, I don't know that we'll have an app for you. I, I, I don't foresee that happening. But, you know, I may get a phone call tomorrow that says, hey, look, we've, this company has acquired Vsporto, and here's what we're going to do. And I, obviously I would be interested in talking to those folks. But the bottom line is you're going to continue to get the same show from me probably more often. But you're just not going to have the app uh, to, to find the show. So, again, go to jeanspage.com. And we'll have it out there on Facebook and all forms of social media. Uh, but that will always be home. My home is jeanspage.com, and I'll always post an article with a link. It's a free story. I'll have a free link in there for you to find the show uh, and enjoy the show. I know it's a little more work because a lot of people are used to kind of hitting the the, uh, the app, and then the show pops up before it kind of auto-populates. I, I understand. So I apologize for that inconvenience, but um, it's going to be one more step in the process. But if you love the show, you're still going to be able to enjoy that. Looking forward uh, to many, many years uh, to, of the Boneyard, and uh, it's been such a, a huge part of my life. My wife commented a while back that uh, when people first met me, a lot of times they would say, hey, man, you know, loved, loved your work on Gene's page. And I still get that. But then it would be, you know what, hey, Steve, we loved the book, read your book, enjoyed it, and I still get that. But more times than not, I have people, if I'm pumping gas at a gas station, somebody will come up and say, hey, man, love the show. 
And uh, it's it's incredible how this thing has kind of expanded over the years. And uh, in the beginning, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even want, wanted to do the show. They had to kind of talk me into it. And uh, it's become a huge part of what we do. And uh, I, I enjoy you guys interacting with me, and I enjoy your commitment to the show. And so understand, the Boneyard is strong, and the Boneyard is going nowhere. And if anything, I have more control over the show now than I've ever had before. And so we'll continue to do what we want to do, and uh, we'll have the show uh, ready for you. And uh, we'll continue to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But there will be times when things are when there's breaking news. We'll just go ahead and throw a show up and have that available to you right away, so we can kind of frame some things up and kind of share with you what we're hearing. But until next time, let's all live our lives in a way we'll make more friends than enemies, and people can see a difference in the way we live. <laughs>